0: Well, summon the crowd are on the pitch. The pitch.
1: What's going on, guys? This is Gary. This is Josh. Let's talk soccer. So here we are. It's another Sunday. It's April 23rd, 2017. We're in the middle of a double game week. It's game week 34. Yes, it is. It's been an interesting one.
0: Yeah, there's been a lot of notable things this game. A
1: lot of notable things. Not always positive notable things, though. And we're going to get into those in a second. But before we do, a couple cool things to announce. First, last night, on Saturday night, we did our first live Instagram video, and it was of a foot draft. Yes. So we had FIFA 17 up and running. You were driving, and I was sort of... Uh, holding the the phone and and doing the commentary. Um, You were the manager. I was the color commentator. And we had people from wherever on Instagram uh, helping us choose our team.
0: Yeah, we got up to like Seventy people in total the whole
1: time. <clears throat> yeah, nice. And we landed on a what a one eighty seven was our total score for the team. So pretty solid. It was a lot of fun. So we're gonna we're gonna do those as often as we can. Won't be all the time. Mostly on weekends probably, but we'll do them. So please check in at our Instagram account, which is just Let's Talk Soccer. We are less than two hundred people away from hitting fifteen thousand, which is amazing.
0: Yeah, I mean to to think about it that. Our our, uh, Instagram is only like – it's not even a year old, is it? No, it's not. And we are almost at 15,000 people. It's
1: amazing. That's crazy. It's because of the people that are listening to this podcast right now and all the other great people that they've told and stuff. So we cannot even tell you how appreciative we are of this. We know um, that you have a choice and we love that you've chosen to be a part of Let's Talk Soccer. Yes. The other cool thing before we jump into Premier League and the FPL is that we did this last year on our own because we hadn't even launched, I think, our Instagram uh, account yet. So we just sort of did this podcast for fun. We still do, but now it's grown much bigger. Um, and those are the LTSs. So they're the, the annual Let's Talk Soccer awards, and we do them after the Premier League. Um, season has ended and we're going to open up because we have so many people on Instagram now and such a a great listenership to this podcast. We're going to open it up to some fan voting as well. So the categories for fan voting include there's seven of them, the premier league. And this is all, well, mostly related to the premier league. And you'll know when you see, we're going to post all of these categories on Instagram. We'll give you, um, choices on the list and you'll pick your favorite and then we'll tally the votes and then we'll announce them on a future podcast um first one fan favorite premier league player of the year and i'm sure that people will have a lot of different input on that one next up fan favorite premier league club of the year so not starting 11 but it's the actual club are you a Do you think Chelsea had the best season? Do you think Man City had the best season? Was it one of the newly relegated teams that stayed up?
0: Did Sunderland have the best season?
1: Probably not. Yes. Um, Premier League Manager of the Year. I think I have a a feeling that I know where this one's going to go with Antonio Conte. Yes. It definitely isn't going to be Arsene Wenger, I'd imagine, um, but we'll see. Um, Here's kind of a fun one. The biggest bust in the Premier League. Who was the biggest disappointment or failure this year. And I guess depending on the club you support, maybe, you know, that, that perspective, those names will change.
0: Honestly, as a United fan, I think I know where this is going to go.
1: Yeah. I don't know that he's lived up to his $106 million uh, transfer yet. Um, favorite FPL player. So who's your favorite fantasy Premier League player? Who's the guy that gets you the most points? Who do you love to start and captain? Yes. The biggest FPL player disappointment. Who did you put on your team at the beginning of the season or who did you transfer in that you thought you were going to get a ton of points from and you hardly got any at all? Yes. And then and that may be the same person, Josh, as your biggest bust. It may be Pogba. Yeah. He's not exactly a points uh, maniac out there. And the last one that the fans are going to vote on is your favorite FIFA 17 player. And this will be the only category that is not limited just to the Premier League. This will be any and all countries and leagues um, and players. So I think we just discovered maybe yesterday that Luis Suarez is quite a beast on FIFA 17. He is amazing. So those will be the ones that the fans can vote on. um, And we hope we get lots of input on that. I have a feeling we will. Um, And then we'll have other selections that we'll make sort of here in the home office. But I think that will be a lot of fun. Yes. And we're going to do a little bragging today too. We live in Atlanta, Georgia. And we have a new MLS club, new to Major League Soccer, Atlanta United FC. I got to tell you, man, I am so proud of these guys. It is such a cool thing to be – to live in the city of a fan that you're such a team of, you know, yeah. um, I didn't know what to expect, but the, the the quality of the product that this team is putting out on the field is amazing. They're also extremely active in the community, which I think is a great thing. And I think that um, one of the reasons that the fans are so behind this team is because of that. We actually feel like the team is a part of the city. Um, and that's a rare thing in Atlanta, yes. quite honestly. Um, but... The team has been on, I believe, a four-week um, road stretch. Yeah. And, you know, if you live in the United States, you know that, that cities are not close together like they are in other parts of the world. I mean, these guys are traveling a lot, going from coast to coast and up to Canada and everywhere in between. And last night at um, in Salt Lake City against Real Salt Lake, I think, was the final stop until we return home for a little bit. And we got all three points. Yes. We looked great. A couple little shaky moments, but every team has that. Um, For a brand new team and guys that have only played together for a couple of months, we look great. We got goals from Villalba and Assad, which are pretty regulars on the score sheet. And then Brandon Vasquez.
0: Debut.
1: His first time playing in the MLS. And he gets a goal, which was uh, just to lock it up, which was amazing. So all we wanted to do was brag on our team a little bit and say congrats. Um, you know, we hope there's lots more to come, and you guys are off to an amazing start. So if you haven't watched them yet, try to watch them. They're they're a fast-playing team. They're young. Um, they play quickly. They like to counterattack. They've got a pretty stout, fast defense, so a lot of team speed. It's an exciting Um, it's exciting football to watch for sure. Yes. All right. So that's it on those guys. Now let's get into game week 34 and I have two words that sort of encapsulate the way I feel about this and they are, Oh, Jose. I agree with that. What is Mourinho doing to us?
0: Uh, he's basically destroying everyone's hopes that they were going to have a good good game week. And I mean, we thought we had...
1: The bomb team. And- we, we did. Uh, you know, we have a double game week for three teams. They're Middlesbrough, Crystal Palace, and Man U. Yes. Of course, Man U have more players than those other two teams do in terms of uh, players who get lots of FPL points. Now, Mourinho threw us a little bit of a curveball last weekend when he didn't start Ibra. Yeah. So we knew that going into this game week, Ibra might be questionable, and to a lesser degree, Jose isn't always as predictable as you might like. Um, So we watched the Europa League match against Anderlecht on Thursday. And unfortunately, Ibra had a knee injury. Marcus Rojo did too, but we were really keeping an eye on Ibra. Um, He's out for the season plus some, which is really unfortunate because he was having such an amazing season. um, And it was really cool to see. But, We assumed, as did lots of other people, um, just based on the dialogue going on at our Instagram account, was that um, Rashford is locked in. Rashford's been playing well. Um, When Eber didn't start, Rashford was in for him. And he scored. He's scoring. He's he's really developing into quite the footballer. Um, So what does Mourinho do today? Doesn't he start him. Doesn't start him. He's got Rooney in there. Rooney and Martial are in. Um, so, uh, Rashford did come in for, you know, 20 minutes or so, maybe, um, towards the end of the match. Had. Same with Mikatarian, too. So, here's another one. Mikatarian didn't start. And he's been playing quite well for Man U. Um, probably has a lot of minutes. That's probably why Jose rested him, but doesn't help us at all. So, there was one. You know, towards the end of the match, Mkhitaryan plays a beautiful through ball to Rashford. Rashford has it lined up. Shoots goes just wide of the goal. So that would have made up for everything if Mickey would have gotten the assist and Rashford would have gotten the goal. At least that would have been nice.
0: Yeah, and now the thing is, since Rooney scored today, it's going to make it even more (laughs) difficult going um, into uh, future weeks. Yeah. Because... Will he start Rooney?
1: Right. Now, um, it'll be interesting because the next match that United play are against Man City. So, we have got the Manchester Derby. It'll be interesting to see if Jose goes for battle-tested Rooney to start or if he goes for young, energetic, fresh legs Rashford. Yes. So, more to come on that. But but either way, slice it. We, along with thousands of other people around the world, kind of got uh, duped a little bit, I feel like. I feel like I was we got violated. Uh, yes. Jose broke his trust with us, so um, that's a little bit of a disappointment. Other disappointments, we had Gibson for Middlesbrough back on our defense. He didn't play yesterday. Don't know what the deal is with that. All in all, we have had a really um, sad um a really really sad game week so far. Now, there's lots more matches to be played. We're only through Sunday. But why don't you walk everyone through where we sit right now at the end of Sunday's matches?
0: All right. So, we have a total of dun- 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 dun, 27 points. Wow. It makes this sounds <coughs> a lot better when the average is 17.
1: So, which means that everybody had a bad weekend so far.
0: Yes. And the highest points was 90. Okay. okay. So let's – I'm going to run you through our team. Okay, so Gomez in goal. Got one point.
1: Four goals scored against it yesterday.
0: Four. One, two, three, four.
1: Fantastic.
0: One point. Gibson got zero. Didn't play. Either way, even if he did play, he would have probably got zero. So right, so – It doesn't really matter.
1: <clears throat> yeah, it doesn't.
0: Alonzo hasn't played yet. He is going against Southampton. Yep. Bai, one of our only good players, got six. And got he's on a double game. Got right, us so. a clean
1: sheet, right? Not too bad. Up against Man City next.
0: Hazard still has to play. Mkhitaryan got one.
1: Mm-hmm. Up against Man City as well.
0: Yep. Uh, Allie has to play. Firmino got two. Our captain Lukaku got four.
1: So for Firmino, to interrupt for a second, we were, we were as we always do, and I think a lot of people do, do we take Firmino or Coutinho? And I know we were DMing, I think, or maybe um, just messaging with um, someone on Instagram about this. And I was saying exactly this. We always tend to lean a little more towards Firmino. But whichever one we choose... They always, it's the other one yes. that scores. So, of course, Coutinho, Coutinho scored today.
0: Lukaku gets four. He's our captain. Team.
1: Really gets but, two. And I mean he's been I on, a, on a scoring streak and then just completely loses it this weekend.
0: Yes. Benteke on a double game. week. currently has 12. He scored two against
1: yep. Liverpool. And he's on the dream team so far this week. Thankfully, the only saving grace from the weekend.
0: Yes. And Rashford got one. And I do want to point out. Oh, my. We had this guy. His name is Carroll. He uh we got him because he was super cheap. Tom, Tom Caron, Carroll. 4.1. He got ten points. Ugh. And the only reason we had him was just so we could afford people.
1: Why? And he got ten points. Oh, that hurts. Why didn't we play him?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean he, he did better. He would have been we...
1: the second highest scorer on our team so far.
0: That's sad.
1: That is sad. <laughs> Alright, so anyway, we know that a lot of people out there um had had similar disappointments. I think that there were Goals scored by teams that that people weren 't expecting um, <clears throat> uh, it's just i 'm kind of speechless quite honestly this this game this game week so far has not worked out anywhere close to how I thought it was. I actually thought this was the the first time in a long time I went into a game week thinking we have got this nailed. Yes, I thought we were re- looking really, really good, and what we do is we post the starting 11 that we're thinking of playing we usually post that on the thursday or the friday wednesday or thursday before the weekend of that game week so that we like to get input from you guys out there and everyone else thought it was great they had there were some suggestions and we we made some changes we put Ben Teke in um, i think we grabbed Bayi, um, but man so you know i'm sure that other people you know got less than they were counting on as well, <clears throat> of course, there's more games to look forward to um, this week, this coming game week, and um, let's go ahead and just talk about what those are real quick. So, um, Sunday's matches are over. We next look. We skip Monday and we go to Tuesday, and Southampton travel to Chelsea. On Wednesday, we've got three matches, so six teams are playing: Arsenal versus Leicester. Middlesbrough-Sunderland, and Crystal Palace-Spurs. And then on Thursday, we've got the Manchester Derby. And then the game week is officially over. So it'll be interesting. There's some some great matchups. Um, there are some, on paper, some blowouts. And then there's some really boring ones yes. coming up. So we'll just have to see what we get with all this. Before we jump into game week 35... Let's go ahead and take a look at the table, jumping back to real life for a second here. Now, of course, this is a live table, and uh, there's a different amount of matches played depending on which team you're looking at. But Josh, why don't you, just where we stand right now, just kind of breeze through this for us.
0: Okay. So in first place, <laughs> Chelsea, they have 75 points. Uh, Spurs, they have 71 points in second place. So they're kind of creeping up on Chelsea. Yep. Uh, Liverpool. Liverpool are in third with 66 points. It sounds good until you realize they played two more matches yeah. than first, second, third, <clears throat> fourth and fifth. Yes. Uh, Man City in fourth, they have 64. Uh, Man U in fifth, they have 63, so pretty good for both of them. Yeah, players. this
1: will this uh this derby could be could decide a lot.
0: Yes. Uh sixth place. Are Everton. Everton's Everton. been on a nice
1: little run lately. I'm proud of them.
0: Yes, 58 points and seventh. That's why I said to R for a second there yes. because I want to troll some people. But in seventh place, out of Europa League, is Arsenal. Yep. <laughs> but they have 57 points, and it's so sad.
1: Somehow, Arsenal still has a job.
0: Yes. Uh, West Brom are in eighth. That's good for Newster. Uh Ninth, Southampton. 10th, Watford. 11th, Stoke City. 12th, Crystal Palace. They were in relegation-like area yeah. not too many weeks ago, so good yep. for them. 13th Bournemouth.
1: Jason Bournemouth.
0: They're going to most likely survive this year. Not too bad. West Yam in 14th. According to Spencer, FC, they're still the best team in all of England. <laughs> so, I still don't know about that. Love it. Leicester. Uh, they're sort of getting kind of back down again. Yeah. They are 15th now. It's not
1: a pretty picture for them.
0: Yes. Uh, Burnley are in 16th. Hull are in 17th. Swansea are in 18th. 19th, Middlesbrough. bra And in last place is Sunderland with 21
1: points. All right. Now, <clears throat> before we get into game week 35, we also had some FA Cup action this weekend. Um, two great matchups. First up, on Saturday, we had Chelsea and Spurs. Chelsea dominate. A re- exciting match. Back and forth for quite a while, but Chelsea end up... On the the good side of the win, and they win four to two. And then today, of course, Sunday, um, I was pulling for my Man City, and defensively had a bit of a breakdown towards the end of the match and let Arsenal back in it. And uh, Arsenal win two one. Yeah. So was uh, a bit unhappy about that one, um, but hopefully they're saving it up for Man U on Thursday. Now we finally get to game week 35. And rather than going through every single match, Josh, I, I flagged a few that, um, that I think will be the most notable, just not because they'll be fun to watch, but also I think that people will be interested to maybe pull, to either pull or not pull players from these teams. And I'll sort of explain why and we can discuss each one. All right, first up, West Brom travel to Leicester City. Now, Leicester City, as we saw are sinking pretty low in the table. They're really sort of making sure just that they don't sink down below that relegation line. But they tend to play pretty well at King Power. Um, they do have their moments. Is West Brom the kind of team where you may want to start a Vardy or a Mahrez or maybe someone back in defense for Leicester City?
0: Yeah, it's uh, very possible that uh, I honestly could definitely do that. Yeah, uh, they're always kind of wild cards. They can, they either have really good matches or sometimes really bad matches, yeah. and I would pull for one. Yeah,
1: yeah. And you know, the, now that I say it out loud, I don't know that I would go with a defensive player, um, just because they haven't been that strong this season. But but a Vardy, I could see Vardy um, starting on someone's team. All right, yes. next up, Crystal Palace Burnley. The reason I pull this one is. Palace are on a bit of a run lately.
0: Yeah, and Burnley have the worst away record in the entire
1: league. I don't
0: think they've actually won.
1: Palace beat Liverpool today? Yes. At Anfield, right? Yeah, it's the first time in
0: Sam Allardyce's history that he's beat uh, Liverpool at Anfield.
1: So, you know, Palace players are definitely worth looking at, and they're the ones that you would normally suspect. You know, you've got your Benteke's and your Zaha's, uh, maybe an Andros Townsend. Uh, Wayne Hennessey and goal, yes. maybe. So definitely look for those players. Yes. Um, after the Manchester Derby, Man U take on Swansea at Old Trafford.
0: Um, uh, honestly, Man U, this is <coughs> one of the first games I'm actually kind of confident they might win.
1: Yeah. Now, Man U are going to play their best players and play to the best of their ability, whether they win or lose against Man City. Yes. If they win, it's to protect that now top four spot. If they lose, it's to try to get those points back. Yes. So I kind of feel sorry for Swansea, um, regardless of the outcome of Thursday's match against Man City. Oh. Um, so now the question is who do you play yeah. from here? The only thing that may be somewhat reliable are some of the defensive players,
0: like De Gea or Bayi.
1: Or, or you know, Rojo's out. Uh, Valencia hasn't really been playing much lately, but, um, you know, you look at, like, maybe Blend. Yeah. Someone like that. He's, you know, not the biggest points getter, but if you're just looking for someone from Man U, that may not be bad. Um, You know, you could take a gamble on Rashford. You know, the good thing is that you've got a little time to decide on that and wait and see what happens in um, their match against Man City on Thursday. So sort of sit and wait on your Man players maybe a little bit. Everton-Chelsea. Um, I don't know that, you know, Chelsea's playing at Everton. I don't know that either team, um, I would say that any player, specific player is going to have a great game because it's a, a relatively hard matchup. Everton's been playing well too, and they've been playing well at home. Um, but of course, you may want to look at You know the big name players, the points getters like a Lukaku, Hazard. Diego Costa has been awfully quiet lately. I don't know that I would get him. But um, you know, Chelsea also have some some uh, some defenders that like to score. Yes. You know Cahill, Marcus Alonso. Um, Man City at Middlesbrough. This will be an interesting one. Spurs must win this um, if they have any chance of uh, of surpassing Chelsea. And, of course, Arsenal need to fight for their lives somewhat here too. So, again, I don't know that you – Spurs players usually defensively are strong and they get great points, um, a lot of clean sheets. Um, but against Arsenal, I don't know that that they're going to get that. I would have to imagine that, that Arsenal is at least going to put one in. Yeah. So then you blow those chances. So maybe, of course, you go with some midfield players, maybe a Harry Kane um, for Spurs. And on the flip side of Arsenal, Alexis is sort of back in form a little bit. You know, he's always won. Ozil's been playing pretty well lately. So you look at those players, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Let's go ahead then and take a look at – and we went over this last podcast, but let's talk a little more about game weeks 36 and 37, which are double game weeks. Game week, game weeks, 36 and 37. All right, so rather than go through all the level of detail we went through last weekend, and we're going to cover this again next week, you know, after game week 35 finishes up, let's just hit on the high notes. Now, if you have any of your chips left, especially your triple captain, maybe your bench boost, game week 37, I think is the week you want to use it, and I'll tell you why. In game week 36, you only have two teams playing that have double matches, Arsenal and Southampton. So, again, spend a little time. Watch your Arsenal players. If you've got Sanchez or you're thinking about getting Sanchez, let him play through game week 35 first and see,
0: How he see does. what
1: happens. Yeah, see if he's in the sort of form that you think is going to carry over into game week 36. Okay? That's the big takeaway for game week 36. You want to save... Your your best weapons, if you can, for 37 because there's so many teams yes. in play. We've got the following. Chelsea, Arsenal, Man City, Man U, Spurs, Watford, Sunderland, West Brom, Southampton, and Leicester City. Again, Chelsea, Arsenal, Man City, Man U, Spurs, Watford, Sunderland, West Brom, Southampton, and Leicester City. So you've got lots of players to pull from there. You know, bench boost might be...
0: The way to go. Might
1: be the way to go there. Yeah. Um, bench boost would actually be a great one to use there. Um, so definitely keep an eye on that. And of course, you're going to be looking at players like Alexis, Marcus Alonso, Jamie Vardy, Sterling. No longer Zlatan from Manu. You're just going to have to keep an eye and see if there's any sort of pattern or rhyme or reason to what Jose's doing um, in terms of the striker that he starts. Yes. From Southampton, you've got Nathan Redmond, Sunderland, Jermaine Defoe, Spurs, of course, Erickson and Deli Alley are both great. You've got Troy Deeney that you can look at. And from West Brom, Gareth McCauley. So those are just some people to take a look. But really, really study the teams that are having the double game week in week 37. Study the players that you're either thinking about getting or you're thinking about starting and see if they're worth Investing in and make your decisions from there. That's the best advice. Yes, I can give. definitely. All right. So before we cut out of here, let's go ahead and check out the foothead team of the week for week thirty-one, and you take it away.
0: All right. Okay. So the two strikers are Di Maria and Falvin. He plays for Marseille. Uh, the midfielders are Carrasco of Atletico Madrid, Isco. And Kevin De Bruyne, also known as Kevin De Bruyne.
1: As they say it in FIFA 17.
0: Yes. Uh, Andrew Herrera scored for Man U yep. against Chelsea. Looked good. And also this guy named Siri or Sari. Uh-huh. He plays for
1: Nice. Nice. The back
0: three. Going a bit kind of retro here with Vincent Company.
1: Company. He
0: makes it. ends. Yeah, he had a goal and had a clean sheet, so good for him. Nice. Uh, Socrates Papasuthopoulos so, Papa or something like that. Bless you. He plays for Dortmund, Zapata of AC Milan, and Trap in between the sticks. On the bench, uh, notable people, Leno and Jonas. That's really it.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much it there. All right, so again, speaking of foothead, we're going to keep doing those live, Instagram live video um, drafts. And pack openings and stuff as much as we can. It's kind of a cool way to engage with folks. Remember, guys, Let's Talk Soccer on Instagram is by far the best way to reach us and the best way to have some dialogue, especially around Premier League and fantasy Premier League. Yes. For sure. Keep sending us your questions, keep sending us your teams. We obviously can't get to every single person that DMs us, although we definitely try and we try to respond to every comment on the pictures, but you know it's just two of us and between work and school, you know we, we fit it in when we can, but we do love doing it so so know that if we if we don't get to you, we're not intentionally ignoring anybody it's just because um, there's just not enough hours in the day or we just missed it yes. quite honestly. And that's it. So, also, look for us to post the voting for the LTSs that we mentioned. It's going to be a lot of fun. It'll be cool. So, guys, enjoy the rest of Game Week 34, and we will talk to you at the end of Game Week 35. And until then, as always, we say, a piece. A peace. Goodbye. Bye. Do the rock, do the the rock,